see i do not know where it's from there can be facts on either side of the case but the question is not where it is from the question should be where it is the best welcome listeners this is indian entropy and i am your host shri hero anana probably you guess the question yes we were talking about rashgulla the guest is deepthor kosaha aka deepthor he was my flatmate during my mba days on this episode we not only talk about rashgulla we dig into bengal's politics debate didi versus modi food don't worry we discussed about vegetarian options also craze for football and more and more so stay tuned till the end Hi Dipto. Hello Shriro. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, and introduce yourself for audience. Oh, hi everyone. I'm Dipto Arko. I've had the first 22 years of my life in the city of Joy. Uh, my story is not very different. I'm an engineer uh, who, after passing out of engineering, got into IT consulting, then decided to do management, and after graduating, decided a business consulting firm. So very relatable story. Nothing much interesting. And right now he's working uh, at Shell, <laughs> the business analyst. <laughs> Okay, Dipto. Uh, because you mentioned you are a core Bengali, lived there for twenty years, and touched most of the parts of Bengal. I'm gonna hit you with the most requested question. Okay. 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 Sure. Am I wrong to say that Bengalis have unconditional love on Mamta Banerjee? Mm, no, definitely not. I mean, when you look at the work that she has done, it is a lot of it is superficial. i mean from the outside it looks very pretty the city looks pretty a lot of lot has gone into the development of the roads uh, the lights around the street lights and all so if you look at it uh, in the past 10 years it the city looks a lot beautiful but mm. if you look at uh, the economic parameters or like the key performance indicators for a state's development for example uh, the unemployment rates the poverty rates the job growth rates uh the per capita income these are these lag the more industrialized states of india as uh, or the other metro cities in india so yes okay. uh, she has done and, and she's trying to bring bring in a lot of capital into the city for development of industries but uh the expectations that the people had when she was voted into power in 2011 all uh, uh, she she had promised a lot but i'm sad that she couldn't live up to her promises i mean she has very good intentions if you even if you take the covid scenario when the covid first broke out in india west bengal had the least number of cases and she had put in a lot of rules policies and strict regulations as to how people should uh, behave but uh, all these were not though there were guidelines but these were not imposed on the people okay i mean these policies uh, these rules uh, were not enforced people did not adhere to these rules and nor did the administration enforce it okay. so even because though she had ah. good intentions but yeah because because you mentioned 
even though she had good, good intentions she lagged in all the kpis in the past 9 years she has not done a good job but why do you guys elect her why do you guys choose her one answer is lack of better opposition like even now if you look at the national scenario if not modi then who similarly for west bengal if not mamta then who she does not have a opposition candidate that's the reason that's the major reason behind issue as to where she is as to where she is okay just talk a little bit more about this didi versus modi concept like how is bjp in uh, bengal uh, didi versus modi is more of a fight between secularism and hindutva uh, like uh, if i state an example i remember amit shah's address at a rally where he flagged emotional touch points among the state's hindu population he had alluded mm. to how cows wouldn't be smuggled into bangladesh from west bengal if bjp came into power then how he would fight the refugee citizenship the canrc uh, the cross border infiltration of bangladesh would stopped so these were uh, touch points which you know uh, sang with the people who were Uh, hindus and uh, this and a significant part of the population of west bengal is muslim and they look to mamta banerjee as the flag bearer of secularism and peace okay that's interesting to to summarize it's like uh, west bengal for west bengal mamta doesn't have a good opposition mm-hmm. and also if you look at a bjp they're coming it with, uh, out at uh, mamta with hinduvata policy uh, all this yes, like uh, i like mentioned like didi versus modi is like secularism versus hindutva as simple That's as that it. yeah yeah great way to put it okay now let's move on to a uh, on a, a lighter topic mm-hmm. let's talk about food ah uh, my favorite okay <laughs> <laughs> and i'm a non vegetarian as you know if, what should someone eat if they come to bengal I mean, vegetarian was and non-vegetarian options. I I I ask you to tell both the options and okay. also do not consider fish as vegetarian. No, 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 definitely not. But uh, what kind of food are you looking at? Are you looking at main course or snacks? What? It's like I am a first timer. Probably I came okay. to Bengal. What should I eat in terms of vegetarian and non-vegetarian? And we'll talk about sweets separately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So for main course, a must try is biryani. I swear by it. Chicken biryani, mutton biryani, as per your preference. Okay. The uh, unique feature of the Kolkata biryani, as you may know, is the aloo. Hmm. So, uh, Arsalan biryani and chicken chop is a staple Sunday outdoor dinner for Bengali. Okay. And for uh, one more th- one dish that I think needs mention on your podcast is the okay. kobi raji. It's a recipe which is from the British era. so it is like a boneless fish or maybe chicken also which is covered with egg batter and fried oh my mouth is watering uh, that is one of the best cheese foods that you can get in calcutta and also oh. there are a lot of other fish preparations for example the dab chingri that is coconut prawn and smoked hilsa and pomfret preparations so these are also something that require special mention Okay. and uh, from a vegetarian perspective i would say uh, aloo posto aloo is potato and posto is uh, poppy seeds so it's a dish made with potatoes and poppy seed with green chilies mm-hmm. and mustard oil 
That is one of the most famous vegetarian dishes. And uh, if you come to Kolkata, you must try the fuchka. 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 In Mumbai, you say that you call that as pani puri. Uh-huh. Or in Delhi, you call that golgappa. So in Kolkata, uh-huh. you call that as fuchka. Okay, okay. And the filling is of aloo, not of mutter or something that you get in Mumbai. And it's yeah, even in South yeah. India also, we we used to eat pani puri with uh, aloo filling because a lot of Odisha migrants come to mm-hmm. my state Andhra Pradesh and they fill with uh, potato only. And when I came to Bombay, it felt weird eating uh, uh, pani puri. I know, man, potato. I know, same. Like I I had it. I when I came for my interview for my college, that was the first and last time I had puchka in Mumbai. <laughs> But sorry, sorry. Uh, that was the first and last time I had pani puri in Mumbai. I did have fuchka because I discovered a place where they serve authentic Kolkata fuchka, and I did go there a lot of times. Where But is it? That is near Andheri Station, just okay. outside McDonald's. Okay, okay. Sweets. Mm-hmm. Talk about sweets. Five sweets. Your favorite or your favorite sweets? See, one thing is a no-brainer is the rasgulla. 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 <laughs> you call that a rasgulla. The authentic name is Rasgulla, and yeah. then you have Chom Chom. Then you have something as Kacha Gulla, like uh, mm-hmm. like it's a variant of Rasgulla where the outside is not uh, as soft; it is hard, and the inside is soft. So when you bite it and you break it, the the filling comes out inside your mouth. That wow. <laughs> and then you have um, the Sandesh. You have different varieties of sandesh that you get over here. There's a lot of uh, street side sweet shops. You get one in every nook and corner. So every sweet shop has its own variant of sandesh. And tell me, tell me this uh, uh, most, I would say, <laughs> contra- mm-hmm. uh, controversial uh, question. You would probably understand by the way I'm speaking. Where is Rasgulla from? Is it from Bengal or Odisha? Because in Odisha episode, I think probably you'd not have heard it. uh ronit das our guest has claimed that it's from odisha giving with historical facts i do not want you to argue see, on that see, just, see. Uh, just uh, give your point <laughs> on why it's bengal uh see i do not know where it's from there can be facts on either side of the case but the question is not where it is from the question should be where it is the best and i can oh. guarantee you guarantee it to you that you get the best rasgulla in kolkata no two ways about it That's straight out, straight forward answer, Deepo. It might be a bit diplomatic, but uh, I mean, as to where it is from, I would like to claim it's from Kolkata. Someone from Orissa might like to claim it's from Orissa. I, I, I do not know. I have, I didn't go into the facts. Like when the debate was going on, I like, I don't know. I don't care. But I can guarantee it to you. You'll get the best rasgulla in Kolkata, specifically North Kolkata. Wow. even i had uh, rasgulla once when i came to id karakpur and i came to kolkata that time it was mm-hmm. really really awesome mm-hmm. literally awesome so there's one place in north kolkata called chittoranjan mm-hmm. that serves the best rasgulla in the in the city in the country in the country in the world yeah <laughs> in the planet in the universe as you put it <laughs> okay okay uh let's move on to the next question mm mm-hmm. Bengalis have a craze for football. Oh yes, I, yes, yes. I 
don't understand where it com- comes from because just tell a little bit more about it mm, where it comes from it was uh, brought into the city by the british so the british army which was garrisoned at uh, one of the forts in kolkata they played the foremost role in introducing football to the city so what uh, happened was soldiers used to play football in order to develop their physical attributes uh, and over time football became a favorite leisure sport among the people of the city with various football clubs coming across the city to compete with the british and what happened was uh, the people they used to compete with the uh, uh, british folk and uh, and that developed a sense of nationalism among the native people Mm. and it was like a ideal battleground for fighting against the british and the nationalist fervor attached to football found its strongest outburst uh, when mohan bagan this one of the biggest clubs in india defeated the east yorks team in 1911 i think yeah some in somewhere in the 1910 1911 during that time okay and over time i know it has been 70 years since the british moved out of india but football has continued to determine bengali pride and you yeah. and the kolkata derby between east bengal and mohan bagan the two of the biggest clubs in the country is no less passionate than the manchester derby or the london derby or the el clasico uh, <laughs> and it's 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 a nice way to put it you given a little bit of historic perspective and also linking with british but you know it, it happened with similar sports because that's how we picked up hockey end of the day cricket also we mm-hmm. craved about cricket because we won world cup during the rise of radio and tv television that's why we mm-hmm. still crave, the whole india craves craves for uh, i mean cricket as a sport yes, but yes. why other uh, other parts of country did not embrace football as much as west bengal did top question that i mean you do get a similar for one for football in bombay. chennai bombay goa these are the four major states as to how these states picked up football and other states could not or these places picked up football other states did other places did not i do not have much clue about it okay 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 but uh, one thing i would like to mention is sometimes the people of bengal are like a rebel rebellious nature comes out mm. so maybe that overtook them while they were playing football and competing with the british people so maybe that's what led to the mm. you know development of football in west bengal so next question coming your way it's more of a unfortunate question okay West Bengal in 1960s is one of the top i mean wealthiest states per capita in 1960s but right now it's ranked 23rd out of 29 states last time i checked in past 6 decades how this brain drain happened i'm very curious to know better opportunity a lot of people went out of west bengal in search of better opportunities in other cities as well as abroad mm-hmm. so that led to a brain drain in this in the state and also apart from that uh, in the 1960s and 70s the employment fell drastically and uh, the labor unrest began in the city yes. or in the, the state the so, both the war 
yes and then the situation was made worse by inflation and crop failure and then the naxalite movement which was a direct result of these and then manufacturing went down and the state lost ground um, predominantly and then the manufacturing or industrialization never happened in the state until very late and the state remained predominantly agricultural with native practices why is that is it because of political reasons or uh, the side effects of war, both the wars both with china you, and you, uh, you cannot state one reason there are a lot of factors like loss in productivity poorly functioning labor markets uh, the war famine and the crop failure inflation everything took its part and the state government or the leftist parties that were ruling west bengal then they did not take much evasive action to deal with it and the situation did become somewhat better under the previous uh, chief minister budhadeb bhattacharya's period but after mm-hmm. he left the left front in 2011 and mamta banerji came into power nothing the state hasn't made much progress although the west bengal government is now keen on inviting capital from outside and developing industries okay but great, like great. the situation is bleak but we are hopeful that things will improve yeah the way india is to the world bengal is to you the could have said that uh, 20 years back right now i'm not too sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it already went up <laughs> okay it's we are moving on to the final part of our podcast it's okay. it's like a rapid fire round i'm okay. going to give you sentence or a word you can just tell true or false uh, also by giving a short explanation to it a true or false okay okay and give a short explanation to why it's true or false okay i'll try my best but sometimes my, the explanations might be long <laughs> but it's fine i'll try i'll try my best try to try to first one Mm-hmm. Bengali is allowed to exercise intellectualism. True, true. You have to flaunt what you got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right now we discuss about brain drain, but still Bengalis do that. Yes, a lot. Bengal, uh, there has been a lot of brain drain, but not complete brain drain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. And cricket or football? Keep football. Dada in mind, okay. keep football, dada in mind football 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 has been a part of the emotion of the city for the last 100 years cricket though it has taken a lot of ground in the last 20 years uh, after dada came into the picture well, because before if you look 30 years ago cricket was non existent in the city after mm. one prominent figure came to the national limelight cricket came into the picture and uh, it has not done enough to overtake football but it is gain, gain, uh, gaining ground and yeah it is giving competition to football but football is still an emotion to the people of the city do you think it will overtake football any time soon i don't think so okay got and this is one of the uh, next question is one of the question which uh, mm-hmm. one of the listeners asked me to ask in the this particular episode okay, okay. the question is is pan culture prevalent in bengal the way they shown in byomkesh bakshi no no not really <laughs> i mean a lot of what you see in movies about kolkata or the uh, older kolkata or the calcutta mm. not kolkata maybe pan culture is a part of calcutta but not kolkata anymore so you mean to say that it, it was 
the pan cultures was there in probably like 80s 90s yes 1890s and even older like 1920s 30s it is Before. slowly draining okay. out because i know if you look at odisha the, the pan culture is very prevalent very prevalent and probably i can see uh, i can draw parallels between west bengal and odisha and when it comes that reason i i also you know i had this bias that that west bengal did have pan culture yes you have pan shops here in kolkata quite a lot of them but mm-hmm. it's not that you walk on the street and find every third person chewing pan it's not like that okay okay fair 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 point and it's this the this is the final question it's not okay. a true or false thing but you can mm-hmm. comment on this dipto uh, okay. what do you think about migrants from bangladesh because it's a serious it geopolitical issue and a human rights issue and it's it's not just in india it's it's it's, it's uh, gaining attention from all over the world most importantly uh, it's a humanitarian issue i do not have much to offer on this to be very honest but uh, i think the state should deal with it in a better way the state has a lot of problems and inviting or allowing migrants from bangladesh into the state will not do much good to the state okay that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> no no not on this regard very sensitive topic though <laughs> okay okay anyways thanks for asking uh, sorry thanks for answering <laughs> <laughs> and that's it from end you want to add anything actually there is something so a lot of people tuning in would be aware that a terrible super cyclone had struck parts of bengal a couple of months back and while we living in the city managed to escape with intermittent wifi and power cuts only it was the rural areas that faced the brunt i mean there are districts that have been completely ravaged and mind you all of this in times of corona so a few of my juniors from school built this volunteer network called the stronger kolkata initiative to help communities in need and support them overcome this crisis situation so i would like you to request your listeners if they could support the organization by way of donations because even though we say that we are in this together we aren't actually some of us are on sturdy ships some of us on wooden boats and some of us are even drowning and monetary contributions is the easiest way we can make a difference so people please donate if not here then some place else at least and help overcome these trying times it initiative dipto and i'll leave the link in the description uh, listeners uh, all the people who want to donate how, how much ever the sum is you can click in, click on it and donate i would like all the listeners to stay safe stay indoors you might be hearing this for the umpteenth time but take care of yourself and yeah wish you all the best and hope we get through this tough time soon hello listeners i hope you enjoyed this episode of indian entropy if you like the show please do subscribe 
and follow us on whichever platform you are listening this podcast in it might be spotify apple podcast pocket cast or any other once again thanks for listening and tune in